Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're getting ever closer to the finale of Jessica Jones. We're so close. We're so close. I just want her to catch Kilgrave. I'm wishing that it would be over, but not because I'm not enjoying the rewatch, but because it's like catch him already, you know? Uh, This episode was exciting. We get a couple uh, familiar faces from other things and... I guess the biggest crossover episode, sort of, so to speak. Um, And it does feel like things are finally, like, ramped up, right? Like, we spent this whole season kind of, it builds a little bit, and then it goes down, and then it builds a little bit, and then it goes down a bit. This episode was like, we are building it up for the finale. So, hopefully, episode 13 delivers as, like, an explosion of an episode, because it'd be kind of bummy if it didn't um <laughs> uh but first thoughts for first this thoughts on my end are 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 y'all making the right decisions here you know it's a very like we've got the insight now it's kind of like we kind of have a good visual of what's going on in regards with like where Kilgrave's at and his knowledge and then we spend a lot of time with luke cage in this episode and we get some other little nuggets, which we'll talk about that, you know, it excites me because it's like, where is this leading to? But because this is because this is like a first time watch for me, because I never made it this far in this particular series. Next episode could be like a deal breaker for me, like primarily dealing with the IGH, right? Because we haven't really talked mm. much about IGH at all. They're kind of like spending a lot of time about that in this episode. And I'm curious to see, is it going to be brought up in next episodes? Is, is this what's leading into season two or is it just going to be like, Oh yeah, it's just whatever. And then they just kind of like drop it. Like, I think that would be wasteful to bring such a big thing in at the very end of a season. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I like this episode because we're getting more in 
back into like the whole like detective side of things um trying to figure out like well where is Kilgrave and like right. you know what's what's his plan who's who's does he have control over and how is he using them and so it was kind of cool because you're kind of getting this like all right we're kind of like we're gonna go after him we can need all these like we kind of know what his objective is um but through the whole time i'm just like are y'all making the right decisions here are you thinking about this properly to get Kilgrave? because like he is a man on a mission right now and like if he can get if he gets pulls whatever he's doing off like it's gonna be trouble mm-hmm Right. Well, it's also interesting because I'm trying to remember. I, I know that, you know, this has probably come up three or four times during our <laughs> rewatch of this, but I can't remember mm-hmm. what order. I know Daredevil was first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I yeah. It was just the other one was definitely last. Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, there are things that are being brought up in this show or this series that like could potentially be brought back in another series, mm-hmm. but don't necessarily have a ton to do with Jessica Jones. Um, <clears throat> and you kind of see those, like even for Luke Cage, right? You kind of see like the seeds being sown of like what his mm-hmm. powers are exactly and how they kind of work, but they don't, they're not like going into detail about them. So it's kind of like, Oh, is this setting up for them to explain it in Luke Cage? Um, and I kept thinking that, and then I kept thinking I need to look up which came first. But I'm glad we, <laughs> glad you guys knew, uh, because yeah, it does feel that way. It does feel very much like they're setting things up that you're like, oh, is this going to be explained in the next episode, or is this going to be in the next season, or oh, is this something that you're just explaining to us so we have a reference of it for mm-hmm. one of the mm-hmm. other series that may tackle it in a different way so how about you Elisa first thoughts this one was it was a little bit frustrating for me to watch because it looked like we were finally having some some moving in a positive direction at least as far as the uh happiness of our central characters goes but it turns out to all be a lie spoilers and I was like can't we just one thing just one thing would be great if we could land on something that is nice and good, and it would actually stay nice and good. Could we? Could we? But also, this this episode was <laughs> it was interesting. It definitely feels like a right before the big final showdown uh, episode, and we get a pretty big final showdown at the end of this one that was surprising and really, really brutal, um, mm-hmm. which we will talk about soon. Um, so I did enjoy this one, but I'm so ready. I'm so ready for us to have some semblance of a happy ending. I'm not expecting like your standard happy ending where everyone is actually happy, but an ending where good things have happened and goodness has prevailed for now. Looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's weird because they, so now we have two like super strength Mm -hmm. heroes and they're battling against like a mind control villain. And it just seems like, man, I wish one of you had any kind of mind <laughs> powers, right? Like even a tiny one would, would help in this mm-hmm. situation. Uh, or like, you know, I know that this is far predates Marvel having the ability to use mutants and stuff, but like 
just like a, you know, quick flip through the history books and see that like, oh, Magneto blocks stuff with a helmet. Like, mm-hmm. could that work for this? You know, I feel like they don't really try anything. Right. It's true. To stop the power. They're just like, well, we can put him in a room. We know that. Mm. And his parents kind of told us that it's like a pheromone-esque thing. But also, sometimes it works over the phone, so we're not really sure how that works. And I don't know. It just kind of seems like, why aren't they trying things? Why aren't we seeing them like experiment with ways to avoid being controlled by Kilgrave? Yeah, we're getting the opposite in this. It's, it's more like now Kilgrave's realized like, okay, I, ha- I, have, I can do this stuff, but now I realize the limitations of it. Because... Mm-hmm he just kind of has this carefree moment where it's like, does it even matter what I tell people to do? It's going to wear off. Mm-hmm. Like go stare at this wall for forever. Well, how long right. is, you know, we don't really know what forever is like right. in a sense. Right. You know, he knows like, okay, it's going to be like what, 12 days. And then they'll just forget Like it'll, mm-hmm. the effect is gone and these people go on about their lives. Um, but yeah, I wish we could see the opposite of it. Mm hmm. You know, it's almost like it could. What if it was like, I don't know, if both of the parents were still alive and they got split up? So you have Kilgrave trying to get one parent to be like, hey, you need to make my powers even stronger. And then Jessica Jones and the other parent are like, how do we stop this? How do we, right. how do we protect <laughs> ourselves from it? Well, it's interesting because they like, so he tells the guy to go stare at a wall, right? Or go stare at that fence for forever. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his dad's like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, it's going to wear off anyway. So it kind of seems like there's like a flip-flop too of like who knows how what power works. Mm-hmm. But also since it's pheromone-based, if he just stood there, if Kilgrave stood next to that guy for 12 days, would it wear would, off? Would it still? Yeah, would it? Yeah. Or is it just yeah, because it's it... like a distance? He's so far away that like the effects wore yeah. off? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the intro we get, right? You know, we kind of have this setup of like Luke Cage going after him and he gets under his control and doesn't like it. But Jessica just, she's just like, just sleep. Just stay here, sleep. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Which, Turns out like it doesn't really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't really work out like that. He's <laughs> not fine. Uh, <laughs> no. It, yeah. I don't know. It It goes back to that like, I think this was my problem with this series when I watched it the first time, which it seems like they never really explain how the powers work. They give us like tidbits here and there, but mm-hmm. they don't really explain how it works. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that they do explain, they constantly contradict. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, though, because you said that it does this, and now all of a sudden it does this other thing. Like, I still can't get over the phone stuff. Like, if it's pheromone based, how could he possibly affect you through a phone somewhere else? <laughs> how far away it's is just, the phone? Yeah, I wish right. that. Yeah, I think they should have just went down this path of like it's just something in like the waves of his mm-hmm. voice that do it because that way it would make sense to do it over the mm-hmm. phone or the radio or the TV. Like as long as his voice is broadcast. Right. That's yeah. What I like that, that would be a huge threat. Um, yeah, yeah. It would make him more yeah. scary, right? Like he could, right? Because he could be anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. right? You just get everyone through their TV. Wouldn't just... matter. Um, yeah, yeah. Because then stuff 
That just feels like any, and that alone, you know, to me, that just reminds me of like an old Adam West, like Batman show, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it just kind of has that almost tackiness <laughs> to it. Like we got to turn off all the TV right. broadcast stations. Oh. Great, Scott. Uh, I feel like some of this stuff is interesting too, because if, if it's pheromone based and it's not audio based, could he just mm-hmm. stand near you and write something on a piece of paper and hand it to you and you have to do it? Because, like, if you did plug your ears, I mean, like, if poss- you plugged your yeah. ears, can he affect you at all? Do you have to hear him physically say it? Because if not, like, why don't they just, I mean, right? you know, I know Jessica Jones is a hero, but just, like, cr- like crush his voice box read, or something. Yeah, but if you could read yeah, lips, yeah. then... You bring up a great point as well. It feels like, you know, they're relying so much on their super strength. You would think mm-hmm. that would be what they would go after. Yeah, like put a mask on him so he can't talk or, or some something to cover up his mouth. Like, it just seems mm-hmm. seems like no one's thinking about that. They're just like, uh-oh, what can we do? Put him in a box. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you tried that. It didn't really work. Um. And all of this could be done in the next episode <laughs> yeah, true, that we yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, a people, listeners are just like, like guys, Let's... they put him in a mask at the beginning of the next episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm. The closer we get, the more things I remember, but I still don't really remember exactly how it winds up. So I'll be interested to see mm-hmm. again what happens, but I do feel like for there being more detective stuff and how much they like lean on the fact that Jessica is a private eye, you would think that there would be more Mm -hmm. thought behind stuff. It's sort of like we're watching Batman. If Batman didn't ever really pause and think about like, what could his next move be? It's just like, Jessica's just go, 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 go. And it's like, no, but you like, that's your job. Your job is, to be sneaky and think about things and figure out ways to catch people. And instead you're just like, how many people can I tell that I have him trapped here so that something happens and he escapes Mm -hmm. or even the fact that like, she knows how his power works. She knows how long the grasp, the grasp can like hold you and basically invites a, invulnerable superhero who has been mind controlled into her apartment and it's just like ah just take a nap like it'll be fine like come on now (laughs) we know that she knows better yeah i think so much of this is just that internal struggle struggle of i just want to kill this guy but Mm -hmm. i know we need to put him through the proper you know legal procedural so it's like we're going to spend all this time to try to capture him and get him to do stuff and videotape it or document it. And then now we can show this to court and get him put away forever. But now it's just like, no, let's just get rid of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, especially cause like, let's say they did catch him and they got a video and they took mm-hmm. him to court. Is he not allowed to speak? Well, he's in court. I mean, that's a big because, like, one, how, right? Cause like, it's like, yeah, if his out. power was, <laughs> completely this voice thing you couldn't you couldn't maybe they could put him in like a little pod like they had him in before like a small custom made pod that they could wheel in the beginning of every day 
<laughs> like, have you have you been to like the the sports stores and seen those little like pods for parents to sit in while they watch their kids' ball games? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he's in there eating you know, like the, the burrito that Elisa <sighs> gave him. Yeah. <laughs> the final moments of this episode would have been like ideal for like someone like Spider Man to come into play. Because it's like, hey, Spidey, just can you just like set up a camera for us? Like, right. stay hidden. <laughs> Shoot some spider web on his mouth once we caught him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the the big big fight here. Uh, it's what we want in a superhero show, right? We want superhero people fighting superhero people. Unfortunately, it's two superheroes. Um. And it's pretty rough, you know. I feel like you constantly forget that while Jessica Jones is super strong, that's kind of where her power ends. Like, she's not Mm -hmm. super tough. She's not durable. You know. She she can. (laughs) They briefly imply that she can maybe fly. Yeah. yeah. Or shoot lasers (laughs) from her eyes, I think is what somebody says. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh but yeah, like Luke Cage is on like a completely different level. You know, he's super strong mm-hmm. and also, by the way, invulnerable to like anything hurting his skin. Yes. So now we learned how far that goes in this episode. <laughs> right. Which it is interesting because I feel like we learn uh, like maybe a weak point for him that never seems to be addressed. You know, like, why doesn't he have, like, a metal hoodie that he wears or something? Um, But, Mm -hmm. yes, like, uh, you know, spoiler alert if you didn't watch the episode, why are you listening to this? But uh, (laughs) Jessica Jones has to shoot him in the back of the head with a shotgun to knock him out. Uh, So, you know, we know blunt force trauma, I guess, still affects Luke Cage. But it's interesting because when I think about the Luke Cage series, I feel like he gets shot a lot and they don't explain that away, right? Like if he gets shot in the back of the head and the force still affects his insides, wouldn't getting shot with like a regular bullet still like hurt? Maybe not like pierce your skin, but it would still like, it would be like a normal person getting shot with like a beanbag gun or something. It's not nice. Yeah, like those those rubber bullets yeah. that aren't supposed to like go into you, but still, like if you get shot with those things, yeah. it hurts. Those people who do get like huge bruises. Yeah, I'm surprised and stuff. that Luke Cage isn't just like a walking bruise, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially like mm-hmm. close up shots, right? Like shotgun, like right up right. close. I'm surprised that he that would even could do potentially <laughs> survive that i, I mean think. we have to know he survives it because his he has a whole series yeah. coming up but mm-hmm. yeah. it is interesting right. and for for jessica to spend the whole fight basically trying not to hurt luke too badly because she knows that he's under uh Kilgrave's control like to end it with her shooting mm-hmm. him is pretty rough yeah like why didn't she like mm-hmm. chloroform him or something I mean, I get that she's in the middle of a fight. Where do you get that? I feel like she would have that, right? She's got all kinds of sneaky stuff. There's got to be some sort of <laughs> shady, like, back alley kind of place to yeah, snag some chloroform. Drug dealer 
guy next door probably has some. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, but yeah, you know, I feel like this this moment has been like built up in the series, right? Like, you know, Luke was a bigger part of the beginning of the series. We saw him a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. then he kind of disappears. Then he kind of comes back. Then he disappears. And now he's back. Uh, their relationship, I feel like is an interesting one to begin with, because we know that Jessica was part of Luke's wife being killed and Mm -hmm. do you think that in this fight while yes he's under the control of Kilgrave is there any part of that being fueled by that knowledge or that like anger well I think so because he mentions it he he brings it up. So I got to think like that's probably something that's just deep down. That's kind of, you know, adding to that, to the mix of stuff. But, um, I think he cares for Jessica enough to like, mm. not want to like kill her, mm-hmm. you know, there's so also, that, oh, go ahead. I was going to say like, uh, now that Luke has, he fully understands what it's like to be under Kilgrave's control. Maybe now he can truly forgive Jessica because he knows that she didn't want to do that. That wasn't something that she had any real part of. Mm. And like, whenever he said, like the happy moment in this episode was whenever Luke said that he forgave Jessica and that turned out to be Kilgrave controlling Luke, trying to make Jessica feel better and gain her trust. And I was so sad. I was like, good i'm so glad that luke is finally in a place where he can move on and move forward with jessica because there's clearly like something real there Mm. like there's all this romantic tension between them and they understand each other in like a really cool way but yeah i think that maybe this experience where unfortunately he does happen to be attempting to beat jessica to death is going to lead him to uh connect that idea that this is what Jessica went through whenever it came to what happened to his wife. Mm. So real forgiveness can happen. So with that connection being made, I guess it maybe, maybe explained a little bit more of how Kilgrave's power works because I was trying to figure out like, what could Kilgrave have said to Luke Cage for him to act in the way that he did. Right. Was he, you know, like, how specific was that ask? Like, I want you to be under my control and try to get close to Jessica, and when she's vulnerable, try to kill her. Was it something very, like, very complex? Or was it more like this power of suggestion where he's like, hey, aren't you mad at Jessica? Like, you should probably get revenge and then that's why luke cage even brought up the wife thing right because if he was just asked to kill her then he wouldn't have even brought that up because as we've seen right those Mm. the people that have been asked to do stuff are just like i have to do this like i have to right stab myself or i have to jump off this cliff it's never like oh i have to do this because i feel this way so yeah 
it's like, are they strong enough to just put on a show for Kilgrave to think he's still in control? But like final episode, they're going to flip it on him. And yeah, like is, is, well, I mean, we have to imagine that Luke was under some amount of control, but yeah. yeah, like what if this is all a crazy ruse and next episode we find out like, ah, she didn't actually shoot mm-hmm. him. It was a blank and he's actually fine and surprise Kilgrave. <laughs> Luke Cage is also immune. I mean, we still haven't really, they really haven't explained that. Like, are there other people out there that are potentially immune? And if he's able to boost his own power, because that's kind of like, that's what he's trying to do, right? With his dad, he's trying to figure out how to make himself stronger so if he's able to make his power yeah, stronger, yeah. could it then reaffect Jessica, or is she just like flat immune to it? See, these are the things we need to know. I mean, this is why they should have brought this is this is where why mutants make so much sense in this world is because they'll know that there's going to be one mutant out there that's completely immune. Doesn't matter how strong he is, like mm-hmm. they're the secret. Like that's just. But yeah, who knows? I, I would expect like the way this series has been going, like if he were. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. To get his power stronger, I could see Jessica going back under his control. Cause that, and that would make sense for like a season two, like, cause this, I'm curious to, if it's going to be more of a, let's leave everything on like a big cliffhanger style approach, or is it going to be, is it really kind of the setup for the Luke Cage series plus 
and then the, and that's the other question is, is are we going to actually have some sort of a happy ending or is it going to be something that's just kind of like i don't know <laughs> he gets away and we're kind of stuck in the state of like we got to capture Kilgrave. Yeah, I mean, he would make a good fill-in for the Defenders series. Uh, I don't even remember if there were... I think there were, like, multiple seasons of some of the shows before Defenders even came out. So we may even get season two of Jessica Jones before Defenders. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I feel like they had this grand plan for these series, and it kind of got shoehorned at the end. Which kind of stinks, and I hope that when they bring back Daredevil, maybe they, you know, try to revisit this world that was already set up in a way that, like, maybe we don't have to retell all of it, but we can kind of be like, hey, remember these things? These are all canon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I do think that these characters have, like, interesting stories, and there are cool villains that could easily pop up again here and there. And would be fun to see like what the Marvel Universe does with them. Like, say Kilgrave comes back, are they gonna like lean into comic accurate Kilgrave and he's gonna be purple? Mm-hmm. Probably not, but maybe. I don't know. I feel like they've been doing that more and more. They've been like, how can we slip in more comic accurate stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, are we even gonna see? You know, will the official nuke make mm-hmm. an appearance? before we wrap this up or, or are we going to see this character in season two or anywhere down the line? Um, so I almost wonder would it have made more sense. Like could nuke have been a bigger play at the, the fat lot, mm-hmm. like the fight scene, you know? Um, and that almost seems like it could be a, so, yeah, series, I mean, right. Like, right. I mean, it's, it, it is, how this I feel like that character was set up more like like we've talked about like more of like an Easter egg mm-hmm. to a potential standalone series. Yeah, because it's definitely like I mean everything is there. Everything is right in front of us for that to be turned into mm-hmm. something. And I again I mm-hmm. like it's been so long since I've watched all these so I can't remember if he comes back in The Punisher or not. But like I don't really remember him being in any of the other series. So it does feel like a, mm. like here's an Easter egg nod to something that we'll do in the future, and then they just never really got around to it. Right. So, I don't know. That or, like, Nuke Nuke would potentially be strong enough where Kilgrave could utilize him mm-hmm. just to get away. <laughs> like, he knows that Jessica's going to have to fight him for quite a while, mm-hmm. and that's plenty of time for him to... Or Make even, like, escape. take control of the doctors that have all those pills, right? Like, if, if Kilgrave got into that plant and right, took it over right. and was like, all right, I'm going to build an army and make them all take these red pills so that they all go crazy. Like, <laughs> this is this is what makes Kilgrave such, like, a scary villain. I, uh... mm-hmm. That he can... But even on that, like, makes Nuke feel like one of those, like, sub villains where it's like the Avengers have to show up to stop (laughs) them just from doing that kind of stuff. Like this is one of those, uh, you know, electro, right. He's like just a big enough villain to be a problem, but not so big that anyone serious needs to show up and Mm -hmm. and deal with them. They're just like, yeah, he's there. He's, Mm -hmm. we just send him to jail every now and then. (laughs) They're like, we could send the Punisher after you, but we know what would happen there. And we're not for that. (laughs) Well, 
I guess, you know, I'm excited to see how it wraps up. I'm excited to see what happens to Luke Cage. You know, this could be like, this could be in the future from his series. Maybe his series takes place as more of like a intro to him and his powers. And the end of the Luke Cage series is him being in a coma for being blasted in the back of the head by Jessica Jones. I don't know. I don't remember. But I do feel like we are at a point where something big is going to happen next episode. I feel like they've built it up too much in this episode for it to be like, oh, he just gets away. Like somebody's going to die in the next episode, right? Could Maybe. I mean, Kilgrave kind of has to. Yeah, it, it Fingers would, crossed. But probably want it to be Kilgrave. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, it, it's going to be a character, a named character. I don't think it's just going to be a bunch of randos. I mean, that may happen too, but I feel like at this point, we're yeah, you know, too far gone. With everyone has reached their like max potential for what they can do in this series mm-hmm. and now there's one episode left where everything has to be resolved so yeah I, I, I just I want the conclusion or I want more on this whole IGH so I want to like I'm very curious in the next episode if mm-hmm. we're gonna you know get a look at the documents and to see like who's you know are, and and this could be another moment where looking through these documents we're going to see they could show the names of like other superheroes like oh all of these heroes are associated with IGH that kind of like leans into like all these future projects is Luke Cage in that list is is his origin tied in with that um i mean yeah hopefully they'll do something cool there it could be a cool a cool Easter eggs thing, or maybe again, you know, it could be, we could see something like that where it's like a list of heroes names that maybe they were like, Oh, we're going to do this series eventually. Um, Cause I think we've, we've gotten mm-hmm. a few Easter eggs in this series for things like Hellcat and, uh, and I think in one of the shots, there's like mm-hmm. a Rand building in the background setting up iron fist not really setting it up just like a a nod to the future um and it's weird watching these now right because we know that like okay well yeah there is an iron fist show so those little nods are kind of more like well yeah we we know what you're saying um Mm -hmm. but again it's this i think the good thing about the marvel universe that not many of the other comic universes out there have is like their story and the world building is there they like take the time to build not only the characters but like the world the characters live in and these netflix shows are no exception like they they spent so much time Mm -hmm. setting up what the world is like post you know the new york avengers event um and then they set up these characters and all of these like complex crossover mm-hmm. stories with like people that you don't even like, right? Like Hogarth, not a huge Hogarth fan, but that story is like so deep and has so many levels and has 
turned into like its own thing that yeah i feel like they can't not bring some of this up in the daredevil series that disney is doing especially knowing that like 90% of the mm. cast from these netflix shows has been recast as these characters it's like all right like surely this is going to be even if it's like this is the multiverse earth mm-hmm. 12 whatever uh you know i hope that we <laughs> i hope that they don't forget what these series did and what they set up or were trying to do and that could potentially lead to more fun almost like b or c list characters like you know she hulk great it was so much fun uh moon knight moon knight was really cool i hope that we get more of those characters that i feel like the netflix universe would have done moon knight right like that almost seems like it would have fit in perfect with those so yeah i i hope that they keep doing that. oh yeah even if it's it feels like like, mm -hmm, you know we we don't have to be building up to midnight suns or you know something crazy just give me cool characters that you know maybe we didn't know about before and Mm -hmm. now we're all like oh cool this guy's cool uh and you know (laughs) keep at it with the scary villains because it makes makes you more on edge right like i don't know that i've been on as on edge in a marvel anything as much as this series (laughs) like just almost creepy yeah yeah, but one more episode, and then we'll have all of our answers. <laughs> Probably not, but we'll have some answers. <laughs> it is a Marvel property, you know. They we they give you one Probably answer, not. and then they give you eight more questions. <laughs> At least one answer. Uh, any final <laughs> thoughts for this episode? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to stick with, I need to know more about IGH. That's my final thought is like, why tease us on episode 12? Like this could have been, I don't know. This could have been something a little bit bigger that like, this could have been something mentioned at least, you know, a handful of episodes early on. And you have kind of like, you know, Jessica's trying to get Kilgrave and then, you get other people trying to figure out IGH and all come together. So they kind of like realize like, Oh, this is like yeah. the world. Now we know we need to stop it or, you know, right. And maybe that it season two, maybe a, season two it, is all about, it could also be one of those you know, things finding that, like, who runs IGH. Now, and, maybe we catch it in a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Daredevil. IGH could easily be a, again, a defenders issue mm-hmm. that we're, you know, we're, we're going to slowly learn a little bit here and there as they introduce these characters and figure out ways to like cross their paths. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited for Jessica Jones to end so that we can figure out which one we want to watch next. Cause I was like, man, I forgot how cool these shows were. Uh, but speaking of shows, be sure to listen to our (laughs) next episode, uh, because we'll be doing Groot probably that comes out this week or next week this week all right so yeah keep your ears out for i am uh, Groot wednesday season two hopefully 
some sort of yeah. crossover with the Marvel Universe. I don't know. I'm really hoping for like a giant group from the end of Guardians 3 <laughs> episode. I want King Groot, whatever they've been calling him. That would be cool. I doubt we'll get that, but you know, <laughs> not that I'm against baby Groot doing things. That's fun and fine, but give me some like, you know, bulky Groot or teenage Groot or I don't know. There's a crazy Groot story in the comics where he like goes back to his home planet and finds out there's like an evil mastermind growing like genetically enhanced versions of floral colossus and he has to fight them all and it's crazy like give me that story you know i doubt it but give me <laughs> hmm. <laughs> i feel That'd like great oh, i feel like we we could easily it's get like maybe a teenage shirt like video game everyone. episode there's fights going on he's just walking around playing his game boy <laughs> i'd love it <laughs> So be on the lookout for that. Uh, that'll be our next episode. And then we'll go from there. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> what we're going to do after that. So we got a movie coming up soon. Not soon enough, but soon. That's right. Yes, I've already been um, on the uh, the lookout for it. Um, right. Be we sure have a book coming you, uh, out this week, yeah. too. If you don't want to buy it, which I don't know if you wouldn't <laughs> want to buy it, you should go buy it. But if you don't want to buy it, support your local library. Go get it from your library. Big library advocate here. Uh, you can see all of my <laughs> comics that I read every week uh, on our social media. So follow us on social media as well. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Did we want to talk about the recent announcement of delays at all? I mean, it's kind of a bummer because this just happened. Um, I guess on one side, it puts us in a position where we know this year is really going to be legacy catch-up. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, uh, what, we have Echoes moved into next year. Which, so we know that we're getting... Why? It's, isn't it done? If it was already done and they were going to release it all at once, I feel like moving that into next year just means like it, it would probably get canceled. Right. And I, I think what's worrisome is like, you know, Daredevil didn't even get like a date change. It's just, they just paused it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really know what the state of that's going to be at well, this and point. I don't know. Do we even know I how mean, far? Guess, they like have to because of the strikes. If they yeah. can't have any writers or actors, then I guess out of mm-hmm. necessity, they would have to, to pause it if they were still in pre-production. Yeah. And I think with Echo, I think it was scheduled to come out really close to the Marvels. And they thought that if they release them at the same time, that it would uh, it would distract from Echo and it would give it its best chance of finding its own audience. So at least I kind of get that. And I also get if they're just trying to spread out things, if they know that they're not going to have anything new for a while because yeah. the strike is still going when on. I, know, I don't know if you guys saw, but I recently saw that uh, Marvel animators, like VFX animators and... I think just any, all of their animators are unionizing as well. So that could put a pause on mm-hmm. animation stuff or even, you know, maybe just a hiccup in animation stuff. I don't really know. I haven't seen anything about how that's going. I just saw that little news blurb the other day. 
So that, I mean, it could be that too, right? Like they filmed everything for Echo. Echo's ready yeah. to go, but they're doing the last bit of visual effects work and maybe that got held up in this. Mm-hmm. Or It just seems like it, if you have that done, I get not wanting to overshadow or undershadow, I guess, with uh, the Marvels. <laughs> but, you know... Just instead of releasing it all at once, turn it into a week to week thing. You know, like who's who's really going to yeah. complain? That's how Disney Plus has been doing all their shows anyway. So I could see people being like, But you said mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. so what? Like <laughs> you know, I would love another week to week show, Marvel, please. So Yeah. It just seems like, you know, let the movie come out, give it two weeks oh. and then start releasing week to week episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm also curious if they're going to maybe r- release Miss Marvel on like Hulu or something to try to get more viewers on that because uh, anytime I see the trailer in a movie theater, I always try to kind of listen into people around me if they're like questioning like, oh, who's that? Like, where do they come from? Things like that, you know? And I thought that that was such a fun show, like, I don't see why they wouldn't want to kind of try to get more more viewers right. on it before the Marvels comes out. And I wonder if out. they're going to address it all in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to do like a quick recap? I'm not sure. Um, I I'm trying to avoid as much. You know, what do they say? Like, mm-hmm. the Marvels going to be the shortest movie. Which you know, everyone's going <laughs> to. That sounds promising. Take that as whatever they want, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like I don't want to like theater brag. Uh, but I feel like I can expect <laughs> a quick recap of everything because we'll probably go see it at Alamo Draft House. Uh, mm. So if you have an Alamo Draft House, go see it there. Yeah, they always do fun. Like get there thirty minutes early, and you will watch the most fun and entertaining content about whatever you're there to see leading up to it. So I know that there will probably be like a quick recap. Mm-hmm. So like my wife who didn't watch the series can you know she'll be brought up to speed before the movie starts. <laughs> but I wonder if they'll do anything mm-hmm. in the movie to explain it. Because yeah, if you didn't watch the show, I don't know that you need to know everything leading up to where we are, but this seeming like mm-hmm. cosmic thing that's making it. So they keep switching places. It sort of seems like you'd at least need to explain why Kamala has the cosmic abilities that she has. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like that's where the family comes in. Like, it'll probably be the family. I want it kind to be like a comic, doing the like catch her, her little anyway. comic drawings and stuff. I want it to be like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would too. More of that would yeah. be awesome. Like that would be a fun so, intro. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, like, even if they kind of split it up and like, you're kind of getting three different yeah, point fun. of view intros. Right. You know, since we're dealing with the Marvels, like you want to know right. where each each Especially of them have been, like what have like they been up to. Even in the trailer, you kind of get the hint of like what Kamala's doing and what Rambo is doing. But mm-hmm. what's Captain Marvel doing? Mm-hmm. Like, right? We have yeah. no idea what she's doing. Floating around space. <laughs> yeah. And she, she grew her like, hair out. Yeah, throwing her hair out. But like who and why. <laughs> so... Yeah, that'll, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be a fun movie for sure. Um, 
but yeah, now I'm really excited that we're going to do more <laughs> legacy stuff because uh, I want to continue our X-Men stuff. So be on the lookout for that, listeners. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bummer about the delays. Hopefully it's just delays, no cancellations. I mean, it would be wild if they were like, never mind, Echo's yeah. done. Like, that would be crazy. It's done. It's ready to go. Potentially, almost. But they've been doing that. Not necessarily uh, Disney, but mm-hmm. at least not that I've heard. But some streaming places are throwing out it's products that are completed water. and just wow. not releasing them. Yeah. What a, like even if even if you didn't make all your money back, you would at least make some money back. If you know. just toss it out, like there goes what, all that work for nothing. I know that Disney, and you know, this is a aside, but I know that Disney was working on the Spiderwick Chronicles, turning that into a series, and they've canceled that officially to focus on <laughs> other properties like Percy Jackson, which hmm. I was never a Spider Chronicles kid, so I don't. I'm fine with that. I was a Percy Jackson kid, so please focus on that. Don't cancel that Disney Plus. I'm so excited for that series. Uh, but it is it is disheartening to hear that, like, you know, something that could have been a cool series got canned before it even like fully took off the ground. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Boo. Apparently, they can use it as a tax write off when Boo. they do that. Yeah. So that's terrible. (laughs) Well, a bummer note to go out on, but, you know, Jessica Jones is a dark series, so we're going out on a dark note. Uh, (laughs) Join us next week where hopefully Jessica Jones will take back the light and uh, give us a happy ending. I won't get anyone hoped up, but yeah. Yay, bye. <laughs> I know. We're, we're just all sitting here like, fingers crossed. Um, yes. And I'm ready to type it out. I need out. a question for this week before we wrap up. Oh. Um, I just don't know if I have a question off the top of my head. I will say... We could just go easy this week. We'll give you all an easy question. What upcoming Marvel property are you most excited about? And if you want to elaborate, tell us why. Uh, but this will be your softball question, and we'll Aww. come up with like a really good thinker question for next week. And the answer is for last week's question. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So as soon as remember what it was. Let us know on social media. <laughs> What's your what upcoming Marvel property are you most excited for? Uh, and if you want to elaborate, please elaborate. So that'll be our question. You can hear our answers next week. You can see our social media posts from our questions answers from last week, uh, as well as what comics we're reading, uh, what kind of fun things comic related we're up to. Follow us on social. See you guys next week. Bye.